Yeah, hold that, please. Level five, thank you. Ah, you must be one of our new interns. Yeah, hi. Nice to meet you. Hi. Now, the most important thing to know is to attend the Biparsal Rise plug sale. The most important thing is what? Sorry. The single most important thing is to attend the Channelized Bing Bingus at the Biparsal Rise plug sale, and you'll be fine. Uh, yeah, that sounds important. Does work chat all sound like gibberish to you? Find collaborative articles with tips from the LinkedIn community to help you get through those tricky conversations. Making work make sense? LinkedIn knows how. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So, take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. You're listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. This is Paul Hawksby. And Andy Jacobs. And this is the H&J Daily with some of the best bits of this afternoon's show. Well, of course, we covered a fair bit of ground. You got involved uh, off of the back of a story that linked Prue Leith from Bake Off and Andy Jacobs alongside me. So uh, we'll bring you the best of those. Um, Mike Wall joined us for some non-sporting TV. Martin Kellner, of course, joined us for the uh, TV mm. of a sporting variety. That should do you. Here it all is. <laughs> Good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon, Andy. An interesting... I'm intrigued. Go on, tell me all about it. Tell me, me about Prulith. You and Prue Leith, you want to know what the link is? Well, I do, well it's something yeah. that um, was a little, uh, little snippet in one of the papers today that says Bake Off Judge Prue Leith, not the plumber then, Andy. Yeah. 83. She went well for 83. Well, isn't you think she? I'm 83. No. <laughs> no. Yeah, happy birthday, mate. Um, says her eyesight is so bad, she often washes her face with hair conditioner by mistake. Oh, yes. Now, this, I'm, I seem to remember you telling us um, you've had a couple of instances of this. In, um... Didn't you clean your teeth with hair remover? Yeah. <laughs> That's not near. It was lovely. Near? Well, you say nah. you didn't do it. Near. 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 So, so there's the tubes there. There's there's the uh, the hair remover. Yeah, and it was dark. T- yeah, I was in the bathroom. I couldn't see. I thought it was the. I, re- I didn't have my glasses on. Wouldn't have made any difference because <laughs> it was dark. Reach for the tube. Thought that's it. Tube them. Brush and then teeth oh. brushing, you're thinking that's a bit of a funky toothpaste we've got in. Worst taste ever. Was it bad? It's bad. What did it, it do? says did... if you if you ingest it, you've got to go straight to hospital, which I didn't bother. But I'm not oh, well. <laughs> okay, which explains a lot. Yeah. Have you got particularly hairy gums? Was it? Did it help? <laughs> hairy no. teeth. Yeah. <laughs> no. It can happen though, can't it? You yeah. pick up the wrong tube. Oh yeah. Um, and so you know, let us know if you've if you've gone down mm. the Pruleith Andy Jacobs route. Uh, do let us know this afternoon. Talksport.com. Text eight to eighty nine. Tweet TSH and J. I'll get you going on a football mm. one as well. Listening to mm. Big Sam talking about how to stop um, Erling Haaland saying you've just got to stop the uh, supply line. Yeah, well, no, no one's thought of that. No. <laughs> it's brilliant, isn't it? <laughs> of course. He doesn't have the ball. He can't do anything with it. Despite the fact that in practically every game he plays in, he has hardly any of the ball. Yeah. And when he does get it, um, you know, I can see it. It's percentages, isn't it? And you've got to work well, on the basis that they won't all go what in. Glenn Hoddle said about him, though, that he'd pay money to see players like uh, Messi, etc. Yeah. Right? But, but not necessarily Haaland. Because aesthetically, he's not that pleasing to Glenn. Yeah, I can see what he means, but he's still a fantastic sight 
No, he is. He is. I mean, would you? Yeah. This is, is a I good, would, personally, because I think he's just incredible. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to the last game of the season, which was, is at Brentford. I'll only be going to Chelsea and Newcastle if we need the win to stay up. Oh, OK. <laughs> if you want to go there as a proper fan, that's it. So the reason I brought that up and, mm. and Big Sam was that I'm sure down in the lower reaches on a Sunday, Saturday afternoon or cricket, whatever sport you've done, you've come up against someone in your league mm. that has a massive reputation. Oh, we've got them next week. They got that lad oh, up yeah, front. Yeah, of course. And so yeah. how did you set about trying to stop him? I, I played for my, uh, for my school rugby team and uh, we played in the cup against, Ch- was it Chingford? I can't remember. Anyway, playing for them was a guy I think went on to either throw hammer or um, or shot put for, for Team GB. Sean Pickering, son of the great Ron Pickering. Oh, yeah, right, yeah. And uh, people said, right, their they're secret weapon, really. I mean, he was like twice the size of all of us when we are in the sixth yeah, form, in the fifth year, sixth form, whatever. And he was an absolute monster. And I think somebody actually did get a picture from the sidelines of... Three of them, three of us hanging off of him like he's a maypole, like he's a maypole. <laughs> but he's just sort of just just swatting us off like gnats. And we had all these sorts of plans, you know, a tackle, get in there, two or three around him all the time, blah yeah, blah yeah, blah. Right. Stop him, Will. <laughs> we got absolutely battered. We didn't get anywhere near him. So sometimes you are thinking you've got to do a special job on somebody. So if you want to relive some of those tales, or maybe you were the person they did a job on, maybe it's tickling him. Has anybody tried tickling Erling Haaland yet? It's a possibility, isn't it? Mm. Talksport.com forward slash Agent J. Text to 81089 tweet to TS <laughs> yeah, We know idea. what he does to put off opponents. Uh, Leon Goretzka know, yeah. said it the other day. Disgusting. He trumps, doesn't he? Oh, no, it's very poor. He trumps off the back of that um, kale, spinach, and milk Quite smoothie. Vile. Yeah, but it, 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 mm. it keeps people away. It's not, no one's touched tight, are no. they? Quick mention for Brighton. What a season they're having. Yeah. What a performance. I know you're a big fan, Andy. Well, I, you're coming be, round to it now, aren't you? They're brilliant. They are brilliant. Say, it's, it just rubs it no, in. You it can't be mealy mouthed about it. it. No, you can't. They're brilliant. It just makes what's happened to Chelsea even more painful that, that we gave them 86 million and took their terrible manager. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, that was a fantastic game last night. Yeah, um, it was a very interesting game. And uh, Casemiro, fascinating. He's always good for a savage yellow, isn't yeah. he? <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. But on oh, Wednesday night, it's very interesting because we were talking earlier in the week about managers who take players off. You know, yeah. uh, we saw it with Wan Bissaka, we saw it with uh, Pedro Porro the other day, and then we saw it with Moyes. He took off Antonio, who's playing, starting to really affect the game and play well. Brings on Ings, and Ings gives the ball away for the second goal and kills yeah. the game. You know, I don't know why managers do this. Well, I, I, they must have a reason. We don't know whether well, the Black's tired or whatever. Well, Tom Rennie, when we spoke to Tom Rennie the other day, right. he, he thinks they're they're dead on their feet. A lot of those players, mm. and he, he wanted big changes. Maybe, the other day. maybe were, it is that. But, I mean, it, when they're in the red zone, you don't want to lose him for the last no, few games. You, you might it, it need did, him. Really. It did look bad, though, didn't it? But yeah. what, what can you but do? You have to trust the gaffers. Really, they know. Very sad news about uh, Linda Lewis. I loved Linda Lewis. She had yeah. a great voice. And uh, but I was reading her obituary this morning, mm. and she was married to somebody called. Neil Warnock <laughs> not obviously the Huddersfield not, town manager no 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 I, I, I wasn't aware of that we spoke uh, I love a five octave range me <laughs> yeah we spoke to Danny Crane yesterday uh, the actor and Huddersfield mm. fan in Readyment and uh, he was great on breakfast this morning Neil did you hear him no I didn't I knew he was very good he, just, he said mm. they all, went, all the boys went into town and he went back to the hotel and had a large Negroni <laughs> oh yes I read unfortunately uh, Alan not a big fan of the Negroni, or it wasn't he? He thought it was a, an Italian lager, and Ray thought it was a kebab. <laughs> oh, it's Britain, so they're not they're not big into their cocktails, the boys. Clearly, although I'm surprised at that. I would imagine <laughs> Ray, imagine Ray knows every cocktail and has indeed tried every cocktail. Um, odd turn of phrase from uh, Luke Shaw after what happened right at the end mm. of the game. 
um, when he was asked about it, he said, hands up, it's a silly mistake. <laughs> yeah, it was. <laughs> it's a stupid thing to say, isn't it? Hands up. <laughs> that was the problem. It was mad, wasn't it? And it's a big weekend for royal lookalikes. Uh, the sun had oh, the, isn't the Camilla she, one. She really she's does. She's brilliant, isn't she? she really I mean, I say she's like brilliant. She's the, got no discernible the, skill apart from looking like no, Camilla. No, she does really look like it. But the, yeah. they, the star featured the uh, Prince Charles one, uh, looking like Charles Hazlitt. I look really? more like Prince Charles than he's King a bit Charles. More, than he's a bit more Charles Spam than Charles Hazlitt, isn't he, really? <laughs> yeah. Not great. And he, looks like, he looks like Prince Charles after a nuclear explosion. <laughs> I don't know. Just that kind of, like he's got a lot of grey dust in his hair. Yeah, well, that's not good. Yeah. And uh, the star love a scare story. This is fantastic. Mosquitoes are set to blight the coronation. Yeah. Yeah, well, it looks like it at the moment, doesn't it? Pouring with rain. I'm sure they love that. But apparently, no, They the experts warned, warned it could be perfect conditions for the mosquitoes. I guarantee you don't see one mosquito this weekend, but never mind. Do you want more animal news? More animal uh, news. Giraffes can make predictions based on the basic, uh, basic statistical calculations, apparently. Yeah. and oh, um, yes. Uh, even they could see that it was going to work for Frank Lampard. <laughs> <laughs> even, even the giraffes could yeah. see it, apparently. Good old Todd Bowley says, uh, yeah. what did he say? Yeah, I've got the quote somewhere. It says... Uh, We've got to be oh, patient. You've got to be patient. Said, Winning is the best feeling there is. I mean, how would you know? <laughs> God. OK. Well, we'll leave it there. I'm sure we'll return. I mean, we're not going to get through two and three quarter hours without Andy bringing everything back to Chelsea, let's be honest. Well, it's affecting me, that's why. I can, I can, I can tell, Honestly, Andy, but, you know, bad. it's only football. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Thank you for your emails, texts and tweets this afternoon. Mm. Uh, we, 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 Big Sam is saying he has a plan for stopping um, Erling Haaland, but everyone has a plan until they get punched in the face as Mike Tyson once said um, and we're asking you about those games that you played in maybe when uh, you had to play that top opponent and uh, we've got one here from Hugh who says uh, yes back in my school days I was a pretty decent footballer playing for the Essex County uh, school side with the likes of Glenn Hoddle and Alan Kerbishley. Our school side was drawn against Glenn's team Burnt Mill in Harlow in the National Schools Cup competition. Though I was a forward, our coach's master plan mm. was to drum me back into midfield to nullify Glenn. Mm. Great in theory, but it was based on the seriously flawed <laughs> assumption that I would know where he was at any <laughs> given time. And it turned out that for 90 minutes I didn't. No. So, Hugh, thank you very much. We can probably guess how, how that one turned out. Um, my mum recently tried to help my dad put eye drops in his eyes, but when reaching for the bottle of eye drops, mistakenly picked up a bottle of super glue. That's, that has happened before, I believe. Oh, All worked out okay in the end. But he's not asked her to help since. I mean, that's, you can't go hospital with that, haven't you? Blimey. I would have thought so. say, don't blink, don't <clears> blink. <throat> and uh, did you see that... <clears throat> excuse me, Stuart <clears throat> Atwell admitted that the penalty that Liverpool got the other night was wrong. And uh, it shouldn't have been given. It didn't look like a penalty when I saw it. But as I said, you know, when berating Klopp the other day, no one gets more decisions than Liverpool. It happens all the time. How can he... I bet he didn't run up the touchline on that one and have a go at the fourth official. Yeah. Do you know what? I saw it from straight on yeah. and it looked like there was no contact. And there was another angle on it where he seems... He's, he's no, it's catches a, his no, thigh. It's so minimal. It's so... I wouldn't... If it hadn't been... I don't think it should have been given, but there you go. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't the most ridiculous one I've ever seen that I would rail against. It was a Liverpool one. OK. Um, I went to bed after every night. woke up in the middle of the night with a raging thirst. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad you said raging thirst. I, <laughs> I, I picked up... The, I wonder where that was going. Exactly. Uh, I picked up the bottle on the bedside table and oh, took yeah. a big swig. It was my uh, aftershave bottle. Oh, no. <laughs> Couldn't get rid of the taste for days. 
or wear that aftershave ever again, <laughs> says oh, Wilmot. Bad. Thank you very much for that. So you and Prue Leith, Andy, you're in good company. Yeah. Prue Leith um, been washing her face in hair conditioner, which is not that big. A, it's not like getting no. super glue in your eyes. It's, is it? She gets in the shower and there's two bottles and she can't. She's got her glasses on and she yeah. can't see what it is. Yeah, I mean it's a bit of a non-story, really. Yeah, it but is really. We're, we're getting better ones from the listeners. My dad's mate picked up the wrong <laughs> Prue, eros. What are you doing? My d- you should have come yeah. on with us at Cheltenham. We wouldn't be doing this. Yeah, that's right, Prue. We've got previous with Prue. We won't go into that now. She knows. Was it? What was the agent's name? Bart Hillary. 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 We still haven't got that call, Hillary. <laughs> come on, come on. Uh, just it's courtesy, love. Courtesy in the world of agents. Just to call us back. What? Five minutes of your time. Get one of your minions. That you couldn't be bothered. <laughs> I don't. I'm just. I'm, I mean, I'm. I'm. Uh, I'm seeing. Um, what's her name? Oh, got my mind's gone blank. I'll come back to it later on. Um, my mate's dad picked up the wrong aerosol once and ended up spraying hairspray into his armpits. Says uh, Adam in Cranston. Nice. It would have been quite uncomfortable. You have your arms up in the air for hours, wouldn't you? Anyway, keep those coming. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Did you know? Did I know? You can buy a replica Lonsdale belt. What would be the point of that? <laughs> <laughs> it's not like a replica shirt. You go to the oh, fight yeah. wearing I know. Lonsdale belt. If you're belt. some sort of... The thing is, it wouldn't it make you a target? You're like some sort of 70-year-old bloke wandering around your local... <laughs> oh, yeah, this is the old Lonsdale belt that I won. I mean, someone's going to land. 169 quid. Come on in, Grandad. What you got? I've only got, got ten got... left. Back off, son. I haven't <laughs> lost it. Yeah, that's true. You do get things like that, though, don't you? you do get people yeah. that do odd things like that. You know, they kind of. Weird. You know, who would? Buy? I mean, I remember I bought you a baggy green, didn't I? On uh, I love that. Yeah, fourteen ninety nine yeah. on uh, eBay. I think it was uh, on. Um, well, I Amazon. tried to buy my son a, a green blazer for his golf, but you can well, get. You, the... you can't buy the green jacket. You, you can, can buy, buy the green, green jacket. jacket. Yeah. And you can buy the badge, but you can't buy them together. Okay, so is he? But what's he going to wear it for? He's going to wander around quite like funny, he's. You know, I mean, golf club. Only so many people have won the Masters, and he doesn't look like any of them. <laughs> no, he doesn't. Really, no. <laughs> Go on, Andy, get yourself a Lonsdale belt. I'd like you to come to. I'd like you to come to work next week wearing a Lonsdale belt. I could do. And still your trousers would fall down. <laughs> That's marvellous. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Andy, yes. Anything you want to talk about? That was an introduction for you to Thank do you your very much. thing. Yes, um, I've noticed. <laughs> did you see? I mean, yes. Did you see? Yes. Yeah, sorry, I got distracted. I got a phone. Somebody called me. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Lewis Hamilton. What can I do? Yes. It's still trying to get the wife. She's still trying to call me. I don't know what oh, it's okay. about, but I can't take the call now. You can if you like. I, I mean, I can be ridiculous. I can, I can pan for a couple of minutes. <laughs> no, I don't think so. I've got a load of emails and texts. I'll, uh, I'll call her back in the break. Okay. The Lewis Hamilton's trousers. Have you seen them? Lewis, I've, I've, I've listened to you. That's brilliant. It's a fanzine, isn't it? <laughs> Lewis Hamilton's trousers. He does find incredible things where they're pink, which yeah. is odd. And they're cargo pants, but normally with cargo pants, the, the pocket part is on the thigh. Do you think they see him coming down the high street in the oh, clothes shop coming, and they go, all right. George, <laughs> get those, Lewis is coming, get, get the pink stickers. trousers out. Get those pink trousers <laughs> out of the back, the ones we haven't sold for 12 years. They look like the sort of things you put weights into, like handicap if you're yeah. running or something. That's yeah. right, yeah, yeah. Terrible. Nice. And then he was playing basketball. I can't imagine he's great at basketball. He's only about five foot six, isn't he? Okay. Well, there's been some very good small players over the years. <laughs> it's unlikely. Who knows? And uh, people are travelling huge distances, apparently. Yeah. Not in basketball, I hope. No. Very good. <laughs> <laughs> to buy asparagus. 
as supplies are hit by seasonal shortages and demand for coronation meals. Mm. Who are these people travelling huge, huge distances oh, yeah. for asparagus? How far you prepare to travel for asparagus? Well, I only had to go to Chiswick High Road. It wasn't that far. Oh, they had okay. plenty. It's a bit of a non-story, isn't it, really? <laughs> well, I'd say it's a complete non-story. Yeah. And uh, they've been interviewing these people who are, you know, got there on Tuesday in the Mall, you know, waiting to get the best view. And they asked this woman uh, about King Charles, and she just said, he's a real man of the people. I mean, I like him, but he's not exactly Ricky Tomlinson, is he? Let's be honest. <laughs> he's not a man of the people. Why, is he, why do people think this? Well, that, there is not, a royal is family link, isn't there? Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. It's not just, exactly Ricky Tomlinson. He isn't. You know, it's a silly no. Thing. Jerry Halliwell ce- celebrated... Um, hold on. <laughs> He's now texting. He's very deflecting. I'll do that. Yeah, let's turn it over. Turn well, it over. as long as there's nothing wrong, Andy, I wouldn't No, no, there's nothing wrong. wrong. It's, uh, it's the TV bloke. It's fitting a new TV. You don't need to know about my domestic problems. Okay, so um, <laughs> she just hasn't. Well, I wanted a new you're... TV for the coronation. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. You had to have a new TV. Just like 1953 all over again, isn't it? It is. You wanted it in glorious Technicolor. <laughs> um, Jerry Halliwell celebrated oh, yeah. her 50th birthday. I always thought that's how old she was when she was in the Spice Girls. Oh, Andy, that's <laughs> hashtag be kind. Oh, no. Very unkind. Well, you know, <laughs> the way I am. <laughs> yes, I'm going with that, yeah. <laughs> what? That? A, yeah. And people have talked about uh, Steve Smith, you know, that it's not... It's fine for him to be at Sussex. He's made a lot of runs here in England. It's not a problem. I've read two articles this week, but you think... He watched Ollie Robinson yesterday take seven wickets. Yeah. He's faced him in the net and Ollie got him out, third ball. Yeah. But that's not going to be a help to him when he comes up against Ollie Robinson no. in the Test Series. No, I completely agree. That's ridiculous. I think we've had one player go and play Shield cricket. I can't remember who it was mm. now. We've had one player mad, in, in living memory go there and play. Yeah, we've got half a day. Yeah, come on over, lads. Get mm. used to the conditions. <laughs> Face the bowlers. Yeah, fill your boots. It's wrong, isn't oh, well, it? Look, what do we know? Harmy hasn't got a problem with it. He's told us already. Know, a lot of people in the world of cricket I don't, agree. don't see a problem. Just... Smith says, I've played over here so many times, I know the conditions by look, now. he's a great batsman. Yeah. Like, a tremendous player. He, he's got that. He's not quite as eccentric as he used to be because you used to look at him and think, I'll get him out. He's moved right across. I'll get him out. But you couldn't. His hand-eye was so fantastic. Yeah. Now, I checked this. The sunset in Cheltenham tonight is at 8.39. Cheltenham? Cheltenham. Oh, yeah. Because there's a race meeting at Cheltenham today, the Hunter Chase meeting. Yeah, there's an evening meeting. Evening meeting. And the last race, which is two miles and five furlongs, is at 8.17. We know how long those races are. By the time they finish, you won't be able to see them at all. You're completely in the dark. (laughs) Seems, seems odd. Well, the, 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 the way it generally works, I don't know if you've noticed, yeah. is that it gets dark gradually. <laughs> it's it like switching it's a not light like off. Switching a light off. That's where you've been getting it wrong. You better open those open those windows up a bit. You'll be able to see oh, a no. bit, I would imagine. Um, so, Prulith and Andy Jacobs have a problem oh, picking yeah. up the wrong tube, uh, or indeed bottle in Prue's case because she washes her face in uh, hair conditioner, which is you know it's not going to kill you, is it? Uh, Maybe putting super glue in your eyes, which somebody else did who told us earlier on, could be a bit more of a problem. Um, what have we got here? Uh, Pete says, My dad's mate came round to build a wall, completed it in the morning, top job. He then had a shower, and they both went off to the pub. A couple of hours uh, later, when the pub was heaving, my dad announced to the whole bar that his mate had washed his hair with dog shampoo. That's well, incredible. But I imagine it's pretty similar. That's, we've got, we've got. Um, yeah, it's got to be quite similar, isn't it? I mean, they have a, what they do have is a thing called shiny. 
Um, yeah, they have a thing called dog poo shampoo because obviously when uh, dogs are known to roll, my dog has done that, and then they they need sh- and you have to get some pretty heavy, oh, it's horrible, some pretty heavy yeah. duty off. So I don't know if um, Pete's dad's mate was in the dog poo shampoo. <laughs> I've no idea. Um, where's it gone? One of the listeners said, "Fox my, poo." My, I'll tell you, yeah, dog poo shampoo. What's up, fox poo? Fox of course. Poo. Yeah. Why would you have? Why that was you... a bit, as Quinny would say, it was a bit of a fox poo. <laughs> <laughs> it was a bit of a fox poo. Fox poo shampoo. Yeah. That's right. Okay. Stop saying poo. Uh, my dad's in hospital at the minute. Not my dad. Uh, that's yeah. yeah it's no point, point taking my dad to hospital. Sadly, God rest his soul. Uh, my dad's in hospital at the minute. I was quickly getting washed early in the other morning reach for face cream but thankfully noticed at the last minute it wasn't my face cream but Valspar Galapagos green sample paint pot I'm redoing my bathroom at the moment <laughs> that would have been rub that in your face it would have been like uh, SAS wouldn't it would have looked very good it would have been bad um, thanks for all of these um, James the gooner says uh, my st- uh, one Christmas, my sister went and used our parents' en suite in the morning to brush her teeth. Accidentally picked up my dad's tube of fixer dent he, he would use to mm. stick his false teeth in with. Sister came out screaming that she couldn't get a couldn't get a toothbrush bristle toothbrush bristles off of her teeth. That's not easy mm. to say. But thank you, James, for that. Uh, so keep those coming. Talksport.com forward slash H and J. Text to eight ten eighty nine. Tweet to T S. H&J this afternoon. What's the telly bloke said? Can he fit it? Has he got issues? Well, he needs to know the, the another... code of the router. Ah, OK. Do you want to shout it to him down the radio? If he's no, got no, the radio I'm on. Okay. <laughs> OK, fantastic. Now he needs the router code. That's it. He's, he's fitting a TV. I'd like to think when uh, this will take... This is one for the teenagers. But when anybody in the fixed TVs would come because in the old you didn't just buy another one lob it down the dump because mm. you know they're kind of expendable tellies these days yeah because they last a lot longer than they used to but the old, this one for over the old years. cathode ray houghton tvs back in the day <laughs> <laughs> different bring it back to sport cathode ray the big old telly that weighed a ton <laughs> yeah they would repair them come and repair them and often yeah. you rented your tellies yeah. kids you know people didn't That's buy right. them outright they were a lot of money but the bloke always came around in a long like a long brown coat like a sort of shopkeeper's a hardware Shopkeeper's coat, didn't they? Oh, yeah. The bloke who repaired your t- you remember that? Of course, I do. Screwdrivers yeah. and pens in the top pocket, long oh, yeah. brown coat. I had a jacket that was like the, that, those, that coat. Did, did you get into the telly fixing business? <laughs> Probably not. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Yeah, hold that, please. Level five. Thank you. Ah, you must be one of our new interns. Yeah, hi, nice to meet you. Hi. Now, the most important thing to know is to Ertzen the Biparsal Rise plug sale. The most important thing is what? Sorry. The single most important thing is to Ertzen the Channelized Bimbingus at the Biparsal Rise plug sale, and you'll be fine. Uh, yeah, that sounds important. Does work chattel sound like gibberish to you? Find collaborative articles with tips from the LinkedIn community to help you get through those tricky conversations. Making work make sense? LinkedIn knows how. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. I'm here to tell you about Bowl & Branch Sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowl & Branch Sheets get softer with every wash. 
They're made from the rarest organic cotton and designed to get softer over time. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee, plus 15% off your first order with code BUTTERY. So head to bollandbranch.com today. Exclusions apply. See site for details. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. And as always, we kick off the final hour on our Friday show, looking at a week of sport on TV. Uh, a sideways glance. Sideways, yeah. Um, <laughs> yes, it's Martin Kellner, of course. Rye, that's right. It certainly is Rye. Good afternoon, Martin. Good afternoon to you, boys. Yeah, so what has mm. taken your eye this week? Well, I've been watching... Uh, you know, I love BBC Scotland, and they do yeah. some really good sport mm. Excellent documentaries. documentaries, yeah. They've got, they've got a series called Our Lives, which is um, a sort of regional, you know, national series mm-hmm. uh, about different people doing odd things in Scotland. And the one <laughs> I watched was called uh, Darts Dreams, yeah. which was quite good. Um, it was about Chloe, Chloe O'Brien, who um, uh, her dream is to become a darts professional. Mm-hmm. And it's quite interesting that uh, darts is now... Um, much less of a male preserve than oh, it yeah. was. And the, the reason I mention that, and this is a, a bit of an out- outrageous book plug, and uh, you've <laughs> got to say that very carefully. Well, I was about to do say, that at the end, but feel free to yes. slot it in well, now. Uh, the, the, reason, okay. the reason I slot it in is I was... Uh, uh, when when I watched this program, I thought, I wonder what I'd said about darts and the fact that it used mm. to be very, very male. And if you remember not the 9 o'clock news, yes, the they did a darts sketch. sketch yeah. Double um, brandy. Yes, yes of course. Yes. Yeah, it was with Mel Smith and Griffiths yeah. Jones. Yeah. And I, I was um, looking at it, so I thought, I wonder if I, if I wrote about that, and I did. And um, I was writing about Keith Deller, mm. who was very much from that sort of working-class hero, as Sid Wood- Woodell used to call them, yeah, you know, the yeah. darts players. And his mum mm. used to throw darts. I'd forgotten that. Right. Um, but, uh, yeah, Keith Deller's mum used to fry chips with one hand and throw darts with the other. Wow, that's, so, that's a transferable that's a skill. skill it? it is. So I was thinking <laughs> that maybe that uh, Chloe O'Brien, who was the subject of this uh, darts documentary, on uh, BBC Scotland might try and introduce that as a new event. They could have the, uh, <laughs> the Alley Pally for the yeah. World Championship. Fried chips well, and got, <clears throat> <throat> Bo Greaves now, was she 18, 19? Mm. I mean, she's a, a young yeah. star yeah. coming through. It, it's, it, you know, you can rise through the ranks pretty quickly if you're good, can't you? Yeah, absolutely. And uh, that's what she's had. That's her dream. Mm. She wants to get in the Scottish uh, international squad. Uh, we see her playing darts at the station bar in Creef. Right. Creef is a small town in, I think it's in Perthshire. Right. Um, but her dad, she plays with her stepdad, who's right. uh, Colin. Who's, uh, he would be called Colin, wouldn't he? He's her practice partner. <laughs> uh, and there were an interesting interview with Sharon McFarlane, the youth director of the Scottish Darts Association. Yeah. Who knew that the Scottish Darts Association <laughs> would have a you know a youth director bringing on women's well, darts? Well, well, I didn't until now. No, yeah. I do yeah. now. And she wants to... Um, she says darts is not just about throwing pointy things at a board. Oh. And I thought it Fairly was merely to it, just it is, about really. throwing. That's more or yeah. less the definition That's at the of core darts. of it, isn't it? Really? Yeah. But, um, but it's good, is it? Is it half an hour, an hour? It's or? half an hour. Half an hour, perfect. Pretty painless. Yeah. And yeah. while I was there on BBC Scotland, I have to say, it's not entirely sport mm. or indeed sport at all but it's just there if you go on the BBC iPlayer yes. and you go to the Scotland's uh, selection it's called Ooh the Banter 
Ooh, Ooh the, the banter. Yeah, yeah, and it's Jack Doherty. Do you remember Jack Doherty? Oh, yeah, Jack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Has he been yeah. on your show? I bet he, he was has. a little while ago. Oh, he, yeah. he turned to stand up and he popped in and saw us. And we had a chat yeah, with him there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yes. Fantastic. I love him. He's yeah. a great presenter. Mm. And he goes through, uh, the, and the only reason I mention this is he does go through some sort of um, veteran Scottish comedians who were in on the early days. Yeah. Uh, TV came to Scotland in 1957. I mean, they had TV, but BBC Scotland started, started in, in, in yeah. 1957. And as he said, you know, up until 1957, you, all your TV came from England. Mm. And we invented the damn thing, which, of course, <laughs> they did. Point. Yeah. He's got a good point <laughs> there. But in in the 50s, there were people, and I mentioned mm. this, mainly for Stuart Weir, who's one of your regular, your regular listeners. Yeah. Mm. Um, there were people like Jimmy Logan, mm. uh, Lex McLean, who even I'd never heard of, mm. and uh, Stanley Baxter. Yes, and there so are clips of that in this. Wow. Uh, Ooh, the Some sports stuff. In there, or is it maybe no? There's very little sports but stuff in there, at only all, an excuse kind of pioneered that sports comedy. They were really ahead Scotch of and times. Rye. There's a bit of Scotch oh, and Rye, okay. yeah, which yeah. is one of their fantastic. You know, you mentioned Rye at the start, yes, indeed. and it's <laughs> they do some great uh sport well, programs. I'll go and check that out. You've been, watching, you've been watching Speed Cubers, so I understand. The Speed Cubers on yes. Netflix. Um, oh, this is about Rubik's Cube, it is about Rubik's Cube. I, yeah, I watched it before. Uh, and I'm I'm pretty sure I might have mentioned it on here, but I'd forgotten. So I'm assuming the listeners will have forgotten as well. Every two years they have a uh, a world championship for mm. uh, Rubik's cubers mm. uh, to see who's the fastest. And there's this guy called uh, Felix uh, Zemdegs, yes. who is incredibly Australian, from Sydney, Australia. Mm -hmm. Very, very fast. Um, and there's an interesting interview, in, interesting interview with Rita, his mum, right. who says that he was doing it all the time, he was obsessed with it. And at dinner time, they had to say to him, you know, put the cube away, put the stop doing right. the Rubik's Could cube. Could he Rubik's cube with one end and fry chips with the other? <laughs> Not try that yet. That's another event that could be introduced. Yeah. No, but that'd be impossible. I'll yeah. tell you what, at this point in the documentary, he's 13 years old. It's when he starts doing the Rubik's Cube. Mm. He's now, and I checked up, he's now 27. So it's 14 years wow. later. And I think there was a what? Mm. I wonder what he's doing now. Probably got a girlfriend. He's in, well, it doesn't mention that, but he <laughs> okay. is. Wait for it. Put the Senior down. analyst at yeah. Dynamic Asset Allocation Future Fund. Right. So he's basically a hedge fund type guy. Mm. Um, and I just thought, when he was 13, his mum was telling to put the Rubik Cube away. Because, yeah. of course, the Rubik Cube is all about algorithms. Of course. Apparently, it's 300 algorithms. And yet, rather like these guys in casinos that count the cards. Yes. It, that's what you have to do. You have to memorise 300 algorithms mm. to, uh, to do it. Um, and... If she'd have known that he would later become senior analyst at Dynamic Asset Allocation Future Fund, yeah. she wouldn't have stopped him because clearly his knowledge of algorithms, which is what... They've never had so many about. plugs and talks my, No, My dad used to say to me, you spend too much time watching the telly and playing football. And I think yeah. I end up working on TV, but I'm talking about football. So Absolutely. it wasn't, they weren't Sometimes, wasted yeah. years. It just proves that your parents know nothing. <laughs> and Philip Larkin was absolutely right, he what was. he said about your mum and dad. He was. He got it spot on. So, uh, Ga uh, Gary Neville's Soccer Box. Yes, uh, I, I always enjoy this. It crops up sort of, uh, mm. you know, if you happen to be watching... They're quite uh, fun, aren't they? They're, they're yeah. real fun. And for Chelsea fans like yourself, uh, Andy, who are in uh, the 
uh, the depths of the slough of despond at the moment. Uh, there's one with Gianfranco Zola, which is great, you know, and he talks about uh, going back to Cagliari and when Abramovich bought the club, he thought he was buying uh, yeah, he wanted Zola. Him. He wanted yeah. Zola and tried to buy him back, even though he'd been sold to uh, I'm sure the Cagliari. new people will buy him back. Yes, well, possibly they <laughs> will. He makes 48 or something. Yes. yes. And uh, I watched one with Ian Wright as well, which is uh, which is great fun. Because you know, I've always said I've said it a few times on here that to be a, a manager, mm. you have to be mad. I mean, you know, clinically, there has to be, there has to be a, a bit of that, there, yeah. a little bit of that, to frighten the uh, frighten the players, right. make them play for you. You know, they need to know that there is always that possibility uh, that you might uh, <laughs> flip at any moment, flip or go postal. Yeah. Uh, and he had that obviously under Bruce Rioch and George mm. Graham. And Ian Wright was talking about them, yeah. not in particularly flattering terms. No. But Arsene Wenger was sort of unnaturally calm, mm. which uh, you know, which he talked about, which suited uh, writing. Yeah. Um, and it was a very interesting, um, a very interesting sort of exposition on the art of management. Mm. Given that you know Gary Neville demonstrably couldn't do it, yeah. uh, and Ian Wright was talking about a guy who you know demonstrably could do it. Yeah, uh, I've talked to Wright about this, and, and it's true because he obviously a massive culture change between Bruce Rioch and, yeah, yeah, and you yeah. know George, and then Bruce Rioch, and then. But they all took to it. Ray Parlis says the same thing. There was something about that, that calm of Wenger and the fact yeah. that everything was the training was and it was working. They were yeah. doing what he was what he, he said they should do in the yeah. way and the structure of it, and it started to work. And he told he put, mm. you know the old thing about putting the arm round players. Yeah. That's what he did, and obviously Arsenal players at that time uh, needed that, and yeah. certainly Wrighty did because uh, he talks about it. And it's, yeah. it's good. I, I think, think so, they will open up with um, with Gary Neville, probably in a way they don't open up in. Sure, you know, oh, well, given, I'll given, check that out. Given my, it's just a filler program. My yeah. recommendation to you this week, I don't yeah. know if I mentioned, it, say hey, a story, the it's a Sky documentary about Willie Mays, the great Willie oh, Mays. Right. It's fascinating. Really, oh, give us a quick bit of. Biogen Willie Mays. Willie Mays, one of the greatest baseball players mm -hmm. of all time. Mm. Um, not the first black player, but one of the key black players. Yeah. And took a lot of criticism because he wasn't strident like Muhammad Ali and all this. But he did his own way of going about stuff. And he had a long and brilliant career. Sounds That's great. Mm -hmm. I'll go and check that out. Martin, as we said, um, Martin has a book out. It's called <laughs> Wrestling in Honey. Um, the selected writings of Martin Kellner for his many brilliant columns over the years in The Guardian, right. The Racing Post. And uh, it's it's some there's great stuff in there. It's all great uh, sports columns over it the is, years. It is, and it's uh, it's available anywhere and absurdly overpriced at thirteen pound ninety nine. But you know it's a one off item. Yes, you know, it's scratching yeah. shed publishing all the details. We can find it on Amazon and everything yeah, it's on else. Amazon and Fantastic, yeah, but yeah. Uh, I look forward to reading that, oh, Martin. So thank you very much. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. So with the football spread out over a long bank holiday weekend yes. and a lot of coronation stuff, which may or may not interest you, there will be gaps in your viewing pleasure and mm. you may take in some non-sporting telly. And uh, Brighton and Hove Albion supporting Mike Ward from the Star joins us as always. And a bit of culture, I think, to kick us off today, Mike. You've written a poem for us, I understand. I have. OK, well, take mm. it away. Would you like me to read it? Oh, oh please, please do. Yeah. It, it refers to Brighton and Hove Albion's victory last night uh, at the Amex Stadium mm. against Star Visitors from uh, Manchester. Beautiful. Very topical, then. Go for it. Some people call this dreamland. I might not go that far, but what a way to end a game. God bless you, VAR. <laughs> Our last-ditch pen flew in and made United's fans despair. 
their coach ride back to Guildford must have been a quiet affair. Ooh, meow. Blimey, it's all about kick a team when you've already beaten them. Brighton fans used to be nice, but they, you know, they're... Yeah, like, they've turned. Yeah. They've just got like all yeah, the others. Yeah, we've got a bit of Lewis Duncan yeah. us now. What a penalty. Know. I was thinking that. It I mean, was. it was a real pressure penalty and he yeah. crashes it right. No Fantastic way. Even penalty. if he'd gone the right way, he would have got no fully deserved to Although I did think his batteries had run out. He took so long. I know he likes to sort of, you know, focus. He focused. I thought, you know, he's already kicking late. Yeah. Enjoy him while you can, Mike. No, you, know I, what, you know what's coming next. When he's going to really. Liverpool, that's what's coming mm. next. Well, 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 well. you know, OK. I, I, I'm, I'm greatly of the belief that you do enjoy these things in all seriousness while you can, because and who knows what the future brings. You've got another Alexis McAllister, I think, waiting to come in. I did point out yesterday, I think, the hierarchy at uh, Brighton, when they leave Brighton, they yeah. certainly maybe possibly with Bazuma, or that's a bit earlier to tell, and Kukurea, they yeah. fit a chip in them as they leave. <laughs> yeah. They're built, built in obsolescence, so as soon as they leave Brighton, they're not the same player. I think that's the same with a lot. I'm sure a lot of people listening with their own clubs see the same thing. You see your players going, you sort of bemoan their departure then you sort of quietly please they're not doing nearly so well wherever they've ended up yeah, it doesn't quite happen at Chelsea yeah okay. well, anyway we're going to have to squeeze in sorry yes Stella. rattle on rattle on a couple of things on. quite quickly a new thing on Disney Plus a serious yeah, important is, bit of telly this is really good it's called A Small Light it's a, it's a drama uh, based on the story of, of Anne Frank from the Second World War the Jewish girl who kept a diary while her family went into hiding in Amsterdam uh, to hide from the Nazis during occupation but it's told mm. from the point of view of the people who kept them hidden uh, the mm. couple played by Belle Powley and Joe Cole, uh, who are keeping them hidden in this in this um, annex, etc. But it's done in such a way that it's it's very dramatic, but it's it's, it's sort of got humour in it as well, believe it or not. And it's it's very engaging, very enjoyable. I think it's eight parts, and I think the first two episodes are already up there, so it's well worth a look if you've got that subscription. It's not the Chelsea and West Ham. Uh, former midfielder. I just, no. You know, I just thought, am I going to say that? No. <laughs> he was in Games of London, wasn't he, Joe Coy? He was, and in here? that um, uh, Ipcress. Yes, that's thing. right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Black Ops, a new comedy on yes. BBC One. I saw, I saw one of the cast of Family, the sketch I really enjoyed is, is in oh, this, yeah. I believe. Yeah, it's just very funny. It's, it, it's, it's not the, I guess, the most 100% original idea in the sense that basically the comedy is based on sort of fish out of water type of humour but it's basically these uh, two undercover sorry uh, two frontline police community officers who we meet sort of trudging half-heartedly around the streets of East London dishing out sort of you know leaflets for sort of some, some latest you know community initiative suddenly find themselves plunged out of their depth when a senior officer approaches them and asks them to infiltrate a gang on a local estate who are dealing drugs etc and these two are sort of the, the the least street characters you could possibly imagine. So when they find themselves in this situation, of course, the consequences are both hilarious, but also quite dramatic. It's got a thrillery element to it as well. So it's not out and out comedy for comedy's sake alone. Uh, it's, it's well worth a look. It's really funny. The, the rest of it really is... Um, the coronation coverage. coronation it's coverage. It's like the old just, cup yeah. final, isn't it? How they got there. Yeah, how yeah, they, 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 they got there. On the coach. Coronation, it's yeah. a knockout. Yeah, I mean, of course uh, it is. Coronation wrestling. Star, star Big bar. Daddy versus Giant <laughs> <Yeah>. Haystacks. <laughs> uh, but it's anyway, ridiculous. away from that, just very quickly, yeah. uh, if you haven't got Disney Plus and you've not been able to follow the Wrexham story, the yes. BBC Two have packaged together a kind of what's gone on this last couple of years. That's it, that's it. 
uh, that's on uh, that's tonight. Is that tonight? Yeah, yes, tonight. tonight. Uh, Ten o'clock. Uh, Wrexham Hollywood or bust. You know, obviously, great story condensed mm. into just thirty minutes. Obviously, if you've got Disney Plus, it's got some like eighteen episodes, which is it is a brilliant series. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, for all the reasons we've already said, so well worth a look. Um, Mike, we're out of time. Mm. Um, <clears throat> uh, we'll catch up with you next week. Thanks very much. Cheers, guys. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. There we are. That was this afternoon's show. We will return on Tuesday because Monday is the end of the championship and the EFL and mm. indeed this Premier League game's being played so Adrian I'm sure will be around the grounds and we'll have live commentaries for you so we'll return on Tuesday uh, to bring you uh, another three hour show do hope you can join us then till then enjoy the coronation have uh, a great bank holiday and uh, yes uh, we will catch up with you on Tuesday you've been listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast hear the guys every weekday between 1 and 4pm on TalkSport Meet 2024's most anticipated robot vacuum, Eufy X10 Pro Omni. With powerful 8,000 PA suction and MopMaster's dual mop pads, it keeps your floor sparkling clean. It's the winner of five Best of CES awards, and Digital Trends says it boasts almost all the same features as robot vacuums that cost twice as much. Want to know more? Go to eufy.com, that's E-U-F-Y.com, and discover X10 Pro Omni, the best-in-class all-in-one robot vacuum for only $799. At TalkSport, we absolutely love it when our fans get stuck in. That's why we want you to join us in The Dugout, a brilliant new TalkSport listener community. It's a place where you can tell us what sports you're into and who your favourite teams are. And tell us what you think we could do better, like big guests and new sports and that. You could win an Amazon voucher for taking part. What are you waiting for? Visit TalkSport.com dugout and get stuck in. 18 plus, terms and conditions apply.